right. Understand. Amidst amidst the Twitterverse hurtling its way towards frustration and the fear and despair of a broken fan base, we are here, Handkerchief Dynasty. I'm as always your secret professor joined by my good friend and co-star in the sequel to the timeless classic Some Like It Hot in which we play a pair of Mexican uh, restaurateurs disguised as women who are on the run from the mob, the High Priest of Oilers Magic. How are you, High Priest? I'm good. Yeah. So big day today. They, uh, we, after much speculation, much uh, consternation, much self-flagellation, uh, we know who the Oilers are protecting in the expansion draft. Zach Lang dropping a little bit of interesting news about an hour ago on Oilers Nation that there's interest. There could be interest in Cassian, and that could be why they protected him because they might be looking to trade him before the trade freeze. Yeah, yeah. not surprising. That doesn't surprise yeah. me. Um, you know, there's people on there that there's people out there that are like really f- throwing themselves into a huge conniption fit over Tyler Benson, which I find yeah. kind of fascinating. Yeah, yeah, um, like it's 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 the it's the gotcha pond problem. You know, if you have like a mystery box, like every prospect is a mystery box. You know, you're rolling a random, there's the laws of probability are at play. Mm-hmm. You know? So before they come out of the box, it could be anything. It could be like the best Pokemon card ever devised, you know, just such a good Pokemon card that they just make you ruler of earth for mm-hmm. like the rest of your life. Yeah. But, you know, I've, I have a feeling when we open up the Tyler Benson box, it's just going to be like some gum. And we'll be like, oh. Um, well, who do we leave off the list if we put Tyler Benson on there? Cassian or someone like that or Archibald. Yeah, really? You just like get rid of Archie like that? I don't know, man. I like Archie. Archie's been a good soldier. Uh, pretty yeah. much there's some reports out there as well that the Kraken are targeting uh, Jujar Kara. Yeah, their... I can't. I can't see it. I, no, I, I, I think they might take Lagason. Yeah, they could take Lagason. That's the other guy now. I mean, I like you know, Lagason. It also sounds bad. like Jones wanted out. Have you heard the, the rumblings that Jones wanted out? frustrated no, by uh by issues of deployment with the coaching staff i'm sure probably did but i mean he wasn't you know i was never like up all night like oh my gosh like if only caleb jones was playing and now that he's gone i'm still not up all night going oh caleb jones it's just not happening you know yeah. what i mean yeah good riddance i never really got to know you uh i heard great things have a nice life uh i'll I mean, try to catch know, up with you if i'm ever in chicago he could be like the matt benning in chicago like whatever it's great i wish him all the best every player that leaves i wish them nothing but the best you know they came yeah, to like the frozen tundra of edmonton alberta and like plied their trade as hockey players for yeah. like my personal enjoyment it's like a really yes. like i owe them a do i owe them a great you debt. owe them you yeah. owe them yeah. secret yeah. professor. Not the posted, other way did you see did you see the me posting to Adam Larson on Twitter, my like fanboy post? It got like more likes than like anything I've posted in years. I was basically just like it was almost it was actually it was a little poem, to be honest, is what it really amounts to. Let's see here. We can pull it up. At Adam Larson three. Whether you sign with the Oilers this summer or not, whether you're playing here or elsewhere, whether you choose to do this or that. Thank you for your great work and resilience. You're a great fucking oiler, dude. 71 <laughs> likes. Usually my like, uh, you know, it's, it's nice. It's nice to get such a 
um, positive amount of feedback for positivity. God, that's how hey, if Adam Larson I know the feeling. Does, I know does the whatever feeling. he wants. It's cool. I know man. the feeling. I yeah. mean, you're talking to the guy who wrote the uh, Duncan Keith tweet, right? I know all about it. I know all about it. Was it that picture of him with his kid and the trophy that like melted your heart, or was that just no, like it was the just emblem like, that you chose? I was looking for a picture of Duncan Keith to best kind of I don't know. I was just looking for a picture that would like because I'm really sold on the guy now, and there's there's no shortage of pictures of him with hardware and medals and you name it but there he is with hardware and like uh also raising a kid which um you know a hockey team is much like a child mm. sometimes it needs encouragement from his from a steady hand yeah and maybe um, duncan keith can provide that uh, yeah uh, i'm pretty cool yeah. with the, the guys on the protected list like i'm not upset you know what yeah, I, I feel mean? i feel like we got we're getting through two consecutive expansion drafts completely unscathed practically i mean like who did we lose last time griffin reinhardt big no? deal we're gonna lose benson this time or, or kara i mean kara could be like a fourth line player for them that's fine yeah but i don't think they're gonna take jj i think he's he's kind of made a glass i think i sort of hope he would uh, just like you know, I when he got rattled around last year, I didn't like that very much. I worry, I worry about JJ. So I don't think Seattle's going to pick up a guy like that. They're not going to waste one of their picks on JJ because he's mm-hmm. like he's fra- he's fragile, is he not? I wouldn't if I was the Seattle Kraken. I'd be like, make sure you don't pick up anyone who's fragile. You Someone also uh, linked Ethan Bear to the Kraken in trade rumors, saying that they could nah, be no. part of some a package for some trade. Like I think the one no. this person pit no. I mean, because if they acquire if they acquire someone in the in the expansion draft, and then they trade them for Ethan Berry, he played junior in Seattle. He's well known in the market and beloved. No, uh, no, you're very skeptical. You're, you're holding on to Bear no matter what. Yeah, of course. You don't get rid of a guy like Ethan Bear. I don't think I wouldn't. I mean, mm-hmm. if Ken Holland does, then like okay. But if it was me, I I mean, there's a lot of guys I'd trade before I traded Ethan Bear. You know what I'm saying? Well, the Maybe time isn't can. right to trade Ethan Bear. Like you need to, you trade Ethan Bear once one of these prospects bubbles up to the point where yeah. it's like he gets yeah, superseded, yeah. you know. And maybe that happens. Track. Maybe that happens later on. I mean, I guess what I'm saying is I wouldn't trade him in the off season, especially after the playoffs. Like after his playoffs, I don't know. I wouldn't trade him if it was me. I wouldn't trade him. Another rumor. Maybe. Oh, go ahead. No, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Another rumor in the rumor mill. Uh, apparently, you know, the Oilers and Mike Smith are still in contract negotiations, but the sticking point is they want to give him a one-year deal and he wants two years. Yeah, he give wants him two years. You're going to give him two years? Yes. What was he going to turn into like a cripple over the next 82 games or something <laughs> like that? Like, what are we so worried about? He's good. He's it's, great. It's the ageism. It's the ageism, man. Like it the really ageism is, is insane. Like if, if, you, if you took so many of these sentences where people use the term 38, 39 year old Ugh, and just put I in know. like another, another moniker, you know, identifying yes. some specific group, it would sound like fucking like a part, like apartheid South Africa, like circa yeah. the 1980s. It would be like, Oh, like you're worthless, especially it's also interesting. Like how <laughs> there's like levels to it too. Cause they say when a prospect turns 24, they go from prospect to suspect if they haven't like, made it yet and that's caleb jones as well like he's getting hit with a little bit of ageism too but like on the prospect Uh, side but on like the old man side there there there's huge swaths of people out there that are convinced that because duncan keith is now 38 and mike smith is 39 what is mike smith no no mike smith is 38 38 as well 
that like that's you just have to say that and their argument is completely like watertight and completely like irrefutable you just put yeah. the number out there and they walk away and like I, I the other day i got into the, all these crazy like twitter exchanges where i was like just talking about how like basically you know like statistical statistical models and whatnot are do have times where they can be wrong and there's reasons for that things like assumptions cognitive biases you know like sample size you know like the the way you frame the data what you're looking for there's that's like a, just a thing that's like I, I, like i assumed everyone was aware from like a critical thinking standpoint that like that shit existed but it literally seemed like no one had a response to me they're all just like oh so like i can't just throw you this show this show you this one chart of duncan keith and treat it as though it's the fucking like like word of god itself you can't do that <laughs> no I'm sorry, but like I, there was a one point where I like went on this long rant about the Vietnam War and how the Americans had all these fucking statistical models to show like how they were making progress. And oh, if we yeah. destroyed this number of uh, vehicles and this number of uh, infantry and blah, 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 blah. But or like the Maginot line, same thing. Assumptions, bro. Assumptions. Yeah, I think you give like if the sticking point is. Yeah. Just give them two years. I mean. What are you going to get that's unless they can get somebody who's better than Mike Smith, but like, I don't know. Just give him two years. I mean, it's also, it's possible. It's, it's a very fluid time. And the funny thing is, I mean, the most recent kind of uh, conflagration online was about how, you know, there were a few, there was a, there was a, a kind of a flurry of moves prior to the expansion lists being finalized, you know, I think three Mm -hmm. or four trades and -hmm. basically every Oilers fan, and many commentators were basically just like, look, like they missed out. Like, oh, there were like, these four players were traded. Why didn't the Oilers get any of those? And it's like, dude, like how many fucking trades do you think any given team is in on for one? Two, how many players want to come fucking play in Edmonton? Do you really want to trade for a guy who doesn't want to be here? And three, like you have to have you have to have the assets the other team fucking wants. And then four, there's other fucking teams that can outbid you for fuck's sakes. Yeah, how about like we just picked up Duncan Keith? You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, I don't know. The fan base has been really, uh, like, I don't know. Well, they have the personality uh, of. Did you ever see that movie? Go ahead. Tough to please. Very tough to please. Oh, almost like deranged man. Yeah, almost like it's like it's like a it's like a what's it called a reflex reaction to a trade is that it's or just like anything. Yeah, I don't understand it. It's been very negative. It was a real. There's a real load off my mind, just uh, embracing Duncan Keith and thinking about how awesome it's obviously going to be when Duncan Keith is wearing an Oilers jersey and then like going down this other road where it's just like, yeah, but we lost Caleb Jones. We gave up Caleb Jones a salary retention. Like, I don't, I couldn't care less about either of those things really at the end of the day. I just don't care. Like, I think he's going to make the team better. I think if you don't believe that, like, I don't know what to tell you. Mm. I really don't. I agree. And all, we're, and all we're giving up really is money and, and the pick, but like, it's a Who third cares? round pick. A third round well, yeah. pick? I mean, uh, Who cares? it does give, I think, I think we should write a cover of the Tea Party song Temptation for the Dustin Nielsen show for their like joke song, uh, joke songs that people call in. And, you know, it'll yeah. be about, it'll be about how, you know, we got no salary retention. Okay. You know, uh, only people in Canada will get that joke because, like, man, the Tea Party, 
the ladies loved that band. Like every girlfriend I had as a teenager loved the Tea Party, but like I could never get behind them, to be honest. Eesh. I mean, where, where can we can we go there? Here's here's the question though. Like, like what? It's really all about what happens in the next few weeks. You know, like there's still a lot of runway this off season, so people are kind of like trying to yeah. give Kenny a grade right now based on like a pretty limited set of information. If he just strikes out across the board and we have like no goalie, no defenseman, no third line center, no top six. But he already hasn't done that. Like he already, like, I don't know. And it sounds like he's going to sign Barry is what sounds like it's going to happen. And Larson's going to go. And again, like I'm pretty fine with that too. I mean, the Larson thing, like Spectre basically like put out 3.9 times four saying it was like, it was his his like uh, assertion that that was what was going to happen, but no one else is really like saying it's a done deal. He's been linked to yeah. Philly, but they acquired Ellis. I mean, or, I don't know. Is I it mean, Ellis or Ennis? Take? I don't Ellis. know. Who do I take? Do you take I, Larson over Barry? I, I would Barry sign them both four million dollars time. times times a few years or whatever. Like they're they're such complimentary players to have in your lineup. Like yeah, if we have Barry, Barry running our power play, and he was even the highest- if he's he was the highest scoring defenseman in the league. He's going to get more money than, than Larson and he deserves more money than Larson. It's true. Yeah. But if you have a, people, people that say, if you have a Barry who's like all, all offense, no defense and you need a Larson therefore. Who's yeah. All defense, but no Barry's offense. not this idea that like Barry is incapable of playing defense is so out to lunch. Like if he tries to play defense, he's just like, Whoa, what do I do back here? Like, it's not like that. You know what I mean? Like Oilers fans are so hyperbolic in the way they rate players. It's like, Oh, but he's just terrible defensively. It's like, he's not though. He's not terribly terrible defensively. He's oh, no, excellent I'll... offensively. And if and that's average what's making you yeah. say, yeah. So like keep that guy and let him polish up his defense, put him with a guy that like, knows what he's doing make a strong defensive core like get some cohesion and on your back end as like a as a unit you know what i mean it's a team game get everyone better make them all buy in you don't start getting rid of like you don't get rid of the highest scoring defenseman in the league because you think he's terrible defensively like that's just so it like reeks it, of Oilers fandom, that, well, that it, line of thinking. Yeah. The week you can't be very good at something without, especially as a defenseman. If you're an offensive defenseman in this town, look out because you know what I mean? They're coming for you. They'll run you out on a rail unless well, you can also be like a shutdown defenseman at the same time. There's very few players in the history of the game that have been both. You know what I mean? Like you mm-hmm. kind of have to, you get one or the other. And you're, if you get one or the other, you should thank the maker that it worked out like that for you because like that in itself is a needle in a haystack fine. So if there's yep. any way to sign Barry, you obviously do that. And if he wants more money than Larson, which I think he's owed, then you give him that money to keep him. And Larson can go somewhere else and be Larson there. And he's great. I love Adam Larson. I totally did a complete, I won't say full circle, a 180 on Adam Larson this year, where he's sort of like, uh, I like his stuff. He's a great player. But Barry's the highest scoring defenseman in the league. Like, there's no argument. So I'm not going to be one of the people weeping and wailing and bemoaning the Holland era if 
uh, Larson doesn't end up signing and he goes somewhere. It'll be tricky. It'll be tricky to replace him. I mean, I think this is the problem. No, it this won't. This is what I wanted to say. No, this it won't. I, hold on. Let me, let me get in here, though. This is what I wanted to say. So the Oilers fandom problem is they're traumatized, right? They have the personality of the drugstore owner in last year's uh, one of last year's best films, The King of Staten Island. Did you watch that one? So no, basically, they, they rob they drop a drugstore at one point. It's owned by this uh, Long Island uh, Jewish gentleman, you know, mm-hmm. and he's basically been sitting there waiting for his chance to pull out his gun on the robbers and have his way because he's been beaten down by the world for so long. You know, they've been grinding away at his soul and his self-confidence yes. and he's just been waiting. He's been sitting there behind the counter with his gun, just waiting for his time to be emperor. Right. Yes. So he pulls out the gun and he starts shooting. And he says, it's my time to shine. It's my yes. time to shine. And everyone wants the sins of the past redeemed by like us, us, us totally like putting another team over a barrel in a few trades and us getting another pronger and us doing this and this. And, and also it makes them so nervous though. And they see a fucking cloud to every silver lining, you know, and yeah, anytime totally. you say something positive, they just move on to the next negative topic. You say, okay, well, you know, but he's, it's Kenny Holland's doing a terrible job signing free agents the whole time he's been here. And you say, okay, well, like Barry was a great free agent signing. He was uh, under 4 million top scoring defenseman in the league. And like, yeah, but he's got defensive, he defensively fucking sucks or whatever. And you're like, okay, so, um, you know, he okay well he traded you know you can like bring up whatever example you want they'll just move on to the guys duncan keith for caleb jones dude yeah right think about that for a second duncan keith right caleb jones eh? it's a pretty good trade yeah but it fell onto his lap because the player like asked to go there so like you can't yeah. even like oh, give him credit yeah. for can that you one, imagine man. yeah it's so much worse that duncan keith actually wanted to come to this northern outpost like that makes it much much worse that he wants to be here i don't understand i don't understand he was like, well, like everyone should want to be here because they should want to play with connor and dry uh, connor everyone wants to come here for connor and dry man it's like no big deal like finding guys who want to come here because everyone wants to come here now because we got connor and dry so like you can't even fucking say that yeah well i think um a lot of guys do want to come here but i think that a guy that actually especially wanted to come here who happens to be Duncan Keith. I mean, that's a great trade for my money. That's a great trade. So he's getting paid more than he's worth. Like he was literally the worst defenseman in the whole league last year. He's totally done. He's totally done. man. Worse than Tyson Berry. Uh, uh, Tyson Berry was better, but Tyson Berry still sucks. We're not going to win with these players. We need Tyler Benson, fucking William Lagason, man. Caleb yeah. Jones. I mean, yeah. the, the night the night is young. I mean, like we've just come to the dance, and and all these people are acting like the party's over. It's like, dude, oh, like there's still the, we seen, haven't even gotten to the second DJ. We haven't know? even seen Duncan Keith on the ice with that team. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I have to wait to see this team, especially now. Like to me, that Duncan Keith pickup is massive. And that, you know, uh, I mean, the oil really came around on it too. Like you were really like anti to start. Yeah, uh, I was, but then you got caught up in the spirit of of the day. Totally. I got caught up in grousing, which is like the bane of my existence. It happens to me all the time. I don't know. He's just going to so obviously make the team better. And it's like, like it's, when the Oilers picked up Pronger, Pronger was kind of in his prime, but that was a pickup that having a guy like that on the back end, 
that was just like a mean guy that you could trust kind of, you know what I mean? Makes mm-hmm. a huge difference. And then that team went to the cup final. This isn't the same situation, but it's, it's similar. It's a similar sort of pickup to me. It's a veteran mean uh, leader type guy on the back end. Who's won a lot of stuff. One has won more stuff than Pronger did when we got Pronger. Yeah, but if we make the Stanley Cup final, you know, the third rounder turns into a second rounder, right? And then that's like, how many second yeah, rounders is Ken Holland traded no away? Idea. He traded away two with Andreas Athens to see you. And then this one, too, that's like all our second rounders. I'm fucking sick of it, man. I'm sick see, of it. I, you can't trade away any more draft picks, man. I'm fucking you, done. I'm done. Your argument contains the words like uh, rounders, draft picks, and Athens I'm already. I've already left the room. Like, I'm not listening to you. That's no argument. You're just like... You're just like spewing trash out of your mouth. You know what I mean? You're saying a bunch of words that are meaningless to me. Mm. You know what I mean? That's all like intangible, like pie in the sky type of stuff. Like you're, it's meaningless to me. Like you're, you've totally, the Oilers fans, I mean, whatever. Everyone's entitled to their opinion, but the amount of negative around this Duncan Keith trade and around seemingly every single move Holland makes it's like a little ridiculous. Like, so we didn't protect Benson. So we protected Archibald. Like you're so willing to just discard Archibald. He was one of the best players we had in our game, four games against the jets. And he was pretty much great the entire season. Like he shows gritty. That's what you want. You don't want guys that are like wimps. Like Archibald isn't that like, that's why I just, I don't see it at all. Yeah. I don't get it. It's, a, it's definitely a hard fan base to please, apparently. But I'll reserve all judgment. Maybe, they'll, maybe they're right. But I'm not going to throw a Duncan Keith team that also has Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl under the bus until I mm. see them perform. Because I think the ceiling there, you know, is pretty freaking high. Yeah, For but they, me, they, they, they got, Chicago didn't retain any salary, man. I, I don't, don't care. Salary, like, the, it's meaningless to me. The salary. Did you, do you what remember does, what Kenny what said? That was like, that was the position? best moment in his whole presser. Oh, yeah. Where he was like, oh, wait, you want me to get him for free? And it basically sounded like, based on the rumors I was hearing, that Chicago was just like, okay, yeah, we'll retain half the salary, but give me Ryan McLeod or give me Dmitry Samarukov, and then we'll retain some salary, motherfucker. And Kenny thought, was thinking about it, and then he was just like, nah. I'm, I guarantee you that's kind. Of, that's the kind of thing that went down. Where they were yeah, like, yeah, we'll fucking right. retain salary. Give me a fucking better prospect than Caleb Jones, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll pay out a couple of million dollars for fucking Dmitry Samarukov. Have you looked at his chart? He's literally the worst defenseman in the entire KHL last year. He's a joke. His career's over. Total bust. People were shitting on Dmitry Samarukov for a few days, too. It's crazy. This guy man. that's not even in the NHL. How many fucking KHL games have you watched this year, motherfucker? Like, give me a fucking break. Well, are you willing to hang your opinion of a guy on how he performs in the freaking KHL? Are you serious? Have you watched that league? Are you aware of like the, the sideshow that is the KHL? Like it's nutty. It's like it's like it's like ranking a player of, on their performances against the Harlem Globetrotters or something like that. You know what I mean? Like you're comparing the NHL to the KHL now to, to make some sort of point to drag a guy. It's just all pretty desperate. You know what I mean? And, and also, you know, that all of these fans are going to come around once inevitably the Oilers start kicking ass again, once the season starts. Right. Like, I mean, I feel like you may, barring you us may as getting well a few key players, 
we need a few key additions and we should be fine. We should be fine. Regular season team this year. Again, it's just a question of like the playoff push. And Duncan I think a player Keith. like Duncan Keith and some of the other free acquisitions. And I really would just want us to see if, if we're going to wheel, get another defenseman. I, I think it's going to be a trade. I think it's probably smarter to spend your money on goaltending and, and uh, forwards and free agency. Cause like forwards for sure. I don't know. about. I mean, as long as you're we'll not see. breaking the bank on like overpaying, you know, Hyman like five six years or whatever because like those yeah. deals like never work out but I'm sure no. we can get a three or four million dollar player that could surprise us or two you know yeah for sure I think we need um yeah I think we need a forward and then I think maybe a couple forwards and then I think that um maybe something with goaltending I think Mike Smith should be our starter obviously for this season I think like he played great in the playoffs it's not like he showed during the stretch and those four games that they play, mm. like, oh, geez, I don't know. He's, he it's is true. starting to suck. Now. It's true. He's but I'm sure great. I have every I'm reason sure they're going to move be just as good. They're probably going to move Miko out and, and try and get another yeah. like three or four million dollar goalie. Though. Did you hear that rumor that was Miko for Phil Castle? Yeah, that was, I think that was just some rando person on Twitter that said that, though. I don't think that had any heft. Oh. But yeah, I mean that would be interesting. I mean, the, there were some amazing. funny, like funny, like hot hot dog jokes. Yeah, be amazing. Miko Koskinen sucks. So if he's out of here, then great. Whatever we get from, I would be comfortable with Stuart Skinner being back up over Miko Koskinen. That'd be a massive improvement. Until I see Stuart Skinner let in four goals on four shots, I'm fine with that. That was pretty wacky when that went down. That was pretty yeah, wacky. Well, I mean, Miko, I, like Miko sucks. So it the whole team as shrinks wacky like a fucking, as it was like heartbreaking and would become pathetic. a shrinking violet as a team whenever he starts. It's like we're all just yeah. like, oh, oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, okay, no, he stopped that one. Okay, oh, 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 no, he let in the first shot again. He's awful. Really, really bad. One of the yeah. worst other scores I've seen. So, I mean, it's not as though Holland has done anything as bad as like the Miko contract. Peter Shirelli's like final act as Oilers GM. Yeah. Totally. And he's handed this like overpaid, like, like backup goalie type guy as like a poison fair, chalice. Miko you know? Koskinen went on an amazing run. He had some good that. times. Yeah. Yeah. But for the past two seasons, the past season, especially. And who knows, you know, it's a weird COVID year. Like, I'm still willing to give a lot of these guys the benefit of the doubt. Still, because these two past seasons have been, you know, let's face it, they haven't been regular, regular seasons at all or really regular playoffs. So, yeah, I don't know. There's been no nobody in the building. It's been weird as hell. So, I don't know. Maybe Miko, maybe we keep Miko and he's like a backup and he's good. Like uh, I don't know I mean, what that, happens. That, that's him, also, but a he's not thing, going to be. But... He's not going to be a. It's not going to be a one A one B situation. Yeah, not not any hope of that happening. Because I mean, also keep in mind, there's, it's also just a crazy financial time for the league. Like all kinds of teams are under crazy pressure, and like a lot of them might end up making moves just that are purely financially driven. Like some people actually say that Katz or Kate's likes the Keith trade because he's paying out less money. Of course, he's had a tough, little bit of a tough time, but I mean, it's entirely possible that players could become available just clear because teams are fucking like, you know, sitting in the inside the fucking Bastille while the peasants are like about to storm in, and they're like, "Well, fuck, we yeah. gotta like get rid of some of this money." Yeah, absolutely. Um, These past heard, two seasons have been bananas. And like, I heard also like back to sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say I also heard like one commentator say about the Parise and Suter buyouts that like, like yeah, it looks really really bad. 
obviously like it looks insane i'm still getting over it that shit is insane to me but one it was i think it was recky or one of those guys he was on a podcast and he said yeah but after this year if you tried to do it after this you get nothing for doing it because basically if you buy them out after this season you're not going to save any money at all whereas this way you at least save a little bit of money this next year and then you're fucked after that but like if you do it after this you're just fucked there's no benefit yeah. at all so it kind of made some sense yeah yeah it's uh it's pretty crazy out there it's crazy but i think the oilers are in good shape we picked up duncan keith and we lost caleb jones it's great i'm excited to see what happens next yeah. i have a bad feeling we're gonna lose legacy now. and you know what our defense like no, there's I too many other good defensemen know. out there that they're gonna they're yeah. not gonna take a defenseman from us and dude our defense the way we have it now i'm still not i don't know what it's going to look like at all after training camp. You know what I mean? Like what if Broberg makes the team? What if Samaruk or what if uh like Bouchard's gonna be in there, presumably from the yeah, get where like, where he where does he end up is there's a is yeah, the first defense, key question. Totally know? our defense at the beginning of this season, like I don't know. It seems like I trust Holland to make a good move if it's there, but making any sort of assumption for the Oilers defense, especially on what we're going to need. That's tough. There's, there's a lot of uh, elements in play. You know what I mean? More than, Mm. more than usually. Yeah. Uh, It's, it's a really, it's a really tumultuous off season. I think is what's kind of interesting about it, you know, but I think we're liking, I think the team's better right now than we were. Yeah, we got a head start on it, right? With Clefbaum out, we kind of definitely needed to make sure we... And also the fact, like, if Larson walks, like, the Keith acquisition looks even more important, really. But we still need probably at least... uh, If we don't re-sign Larson, definitely we need at least one more defenseman. That's the kind of biggest question right now on my mind. So hopefully he just re-signs right after the expansion draft. We need somebody up front. Oh, we do. We do. Badly. We need more depth up front. I'm I'm, sure, I think yeah. our defense, like that's what we need to pick up next, not another defenseman. I think. I think we need like a guy who's good for like 20 up front. And just like uh we need that guy. Because I don't think I don't think resign Chieson if if we can't get that guy. Yeah, Chieson's not it's good like for the backup. Yeah. Nuge isn't good for 20. We need a 20 goal scorer up front. I mean, Outside also keep of, in mind that if we don't get a goalie to stop the puck, we still haven't re-signed Mike Smith. Yeah. It's all going to be for fucking nothing. We'll get fucking oh, yeah. shelled. Oh, we're, we'll sign Mike Smith, I think. I think it would be so foolish to... You know, he wants two years somewhere. Like, we may as well give him those two years then. Because otherwise, what, somebody else gives him two years and then he retires after two years? Or plays himself out of the top spot somewhere along the line? Like, just give him two years. It's not like you're giving two years to a guy who's not 38 years old. That's what I'm saying. Two years to a guy who's 38, like, you'll see what happens. You, you can basically just kind of ride him while he's hot in that situation, right? Yeah. Yeah. As long as it's structured well, so you, we're not spending, like, crazy amount. Because to be honest, <clears throat> you know, you can't necessarily – I don't think you can justify – too too much of a raise like well, how much what, what kind of raise does no, mike smith I, get for having an amazing I mean, year i don't think mike smith is the type of guy that's going to hold the oilers over a barrel i think he's pretty invested in this team just like barry is like i've been saying about barry like those are guys that want to stay here mike smith isn't looking to pack up shop and like move to some other city for two years he's a family man you know what i mean it's a big effort 
packing your bags and getting on a plane and having the kids like, you know what I mean? It's a pain in the ass. Ideally he stays with us for us and for him. I think, yeah. I don't think he's going to be like, I'm not, I'm going to, if you don't pay me like $3 million a year, I'm out of here. Like he's not that guy. You know, I don't think that guy exists except in like video games. To be quite, mm. quite frankly. Yeah. Yeah. I like mean, it's a pain also, in the ass. It's yeah. a pain in the ass moving. Right. You know, yeah, sure. Sure. It yeah. sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hope, uh, I think he's going to be back, but there's all these like pieces for us to be anxious about until they fall to place, fall into place. I'll allow the Nuge extension before Nuge was extended. We were talking about that nonstop until Larson players like Smith, potentially a Barry are resigned. We're going to be talking about them until like the final moment, you know? Yeah. But I mean, to me, they're just like, it's going to maybe not Larson, but I fully expect Mike's like, I'm not worried. I'd be shocked if Mike Smith went somewhere else and um, Barry as well. Larson, to me, I mean, he was traded here. I think, you know, he's had some rough times in Edmonton, honestly. Like, didn't his dad die on a dad's trip or something like that here? I think he was just visiting or something. Yeah, or maybe. Yeah, something like that. Like, I don't know. I mean, also, it's just he's never never gotten to choose, never gotten to choose where he played before. So why wouldn't you want to at least think about it, you know? Yeah. I don't know. To me, just where he's at in his life, I would be. I wouldn't be entirely surprised if he explored it and if he signed elsewhere and if someone was willing to pay him more than we are, because a guy like that is like worth their weight in gold. But when you have the highest defenseman, a uh, high scoring defenseman in the league, like also it's literally also worth, you know, you, you win the games by scoring more goals than the other team. Right. So yeah. those are the, like you want to have guys that are at the top of those statistical departments. Another uh, bit of news that came out about the Keith acquisition was that uh, the Oilers players themselves said, yeah, he was a fucking pain in the ass to play against last year. No doubt. Yeah, exactly. How many guys do we have that are are a pain in the ass to play against? Pretty much like none. Like Larson, basically. Archibald, I think is a pain in the ass to play against. I think Yamamoto a little bit. Pain in the ass to play against. You think Yamamoto is going to reclaim his offensive acumen? Oh, yeah, for sure. I think Um, it was a sophomore slump. I'd like like to see him play in front of a full barn with people chanting his name. And, yeah, I'm willing to, again, to give him the benefit benefit of the doubt. It was a classic sophomore. Can you imagine having your sophomore season, a sophomore slump season in, like, a COVID year? Like, I don't know. It's got to be tough for a variety of reasons. Yeah, man, but all, team, all the teams have to deal with COVID. It's like a non-factor when you think about it. Yeah. Like it's no, like, no, whatever, but, man. But you can't use that as an factor. excuse. We suck. Yeah, you really can, though. You really actually yeah, you can. Yeah, you actually can. Yeah. And it's an excuse. The huge one. In yeah. fact, everyone, what, everybody except, like, um, professional sports teams can use it as an excuse, please. If I'm using it as an excuse professional athletes can use it as an excuse you know what i'm saying that's that's why those are wise words uh why don't we start the wind down procedure you got anything else you wanted to uh share with the good people of the airwaves um any any words of wisdom for our uh, relatives i would say like you know stay positive like it's going to be a turbulent couple of weeks here but like it ain't over till over, baby. Reserve your your negative emotions until you see this team, because I think like once you see the team, you'll be uh, you'll just be so happy. And the Oilers will start winning games again and stuff, and then they'll get into the playoffs, and then they'll have Duncan Keith. Just think that four one comeback, 
where the Jets came back, it doesn't happen if we have Duncan Keith on the team. Like, problem solved. We solved that problem, right? We would have won that game with the team we have now, I believe. Mm. So, you know wow. what I mean? I can kind of pretend in my mind that that didn't actually happen or that that problem has been solved. Yeah, moving forward. Which is great. That's, I, love, I love it when things like that, when there's an identifiable problem, at least to me personally, when I see a problem and then like that problem specifically to me is fixed. Ugh, love it. There's nothing better than that feeling. It's such a load off my mind. You know what I mean? I don't have to worry about will the Oilers collapse if they're up 4-1 in the third period in a must-win game. Because I don't think they will. They have Duncan Keith. They can just say, Duncan Keith, can you please make sure that uh, everyone is doing sane things with the puck? And he's like, yeah, no problem. I've done this all the time. This is what I do. You know what I mean? It's such a nice feeling knowing yeah. that that's what's going to take place. Along with bench. the other leadership core on the team, you know, your nurses and your nuges and your fathers and your drivers. I don't know about those guys. Keith is definitely going to be a leader on the team. I think yeah, I, I don't know about the rest of those guys and their leadership qualities, maybe dry, but I, I don't know the rest of those guys, the jury's still out, but I, as long as there's one guy back there, I'm fine with it. And there is now. So I feel great. There's reasons, many, many reasons to be positive. Yeah. I think the advice of waiting until we see the team as well, you know, because totally. by then of it's going to be, we're going to have, you know, there'll be a lot of, a lot more questions answered oh, as well. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Like, I know like Kenny, everyone wants Kenny Holland to be in on every trade. And like, why couldn't we have given more for like that guy? If yeah. I like put it into my EA sports NHL simulator or whatever, but like, it's not that simple folks. No, it's really give not. Give the man some time. Let's try not to keep, let's keep the snarky questions to a minimum. And give him some credit. I mean, we got Duncan Keith for freaking Caleb Jones, Caleb Jones. I mean, I didn't see a lot of Caleb Jones jerseys out there. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure now that, you know, everyone's like, yeah, but like, really? Like, nobody really gave a shit about Caleb Jones, it felt like. And now we have Duncan Keith, who people, you know, do give a shit about, I think. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. All right, brother. Well, thanks for chatting. Always a pleasure. Uh, I love the Hawaiian shirt. It's a good look for you. Um, maintain a state of cat-like readiness, but also integrate uh, a little bit of cat-like grace as well as we meander our way through the coming weeks and months. I would say a little bit of cat-like whimsy as well. When yeah. it hurts. A little cat-like joie de vivre. Yeah, why not? You know? And then not? put that joie de vivre in your poo and infect people with it via the... Uh, what's the virus they give you? I don't know. Like what? I'm not supposed to have a freaking cat in my house? Are you kidding me? Have you seen cats? I'm not supposed I've, to have one of those in my house. They're pretty sweet. Oh my gosh. It's the sweetest. Yeah. All right, man. Talk to you. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth any brain virus. Trust me. My brain's already in like pretty rough shape. So yeah. Anything extra a kitty can do like the positives of a Smitty far outweigh the negatives at this point. Did you just call me. it? A, did you say Smitty or kitty? Smitty. Yeah. That's the name of the cat. That's just uh, what I call all cats, colloquially, you know? (laughs) I haven't heard that one before. I like it. Yeah. Try it out. Look at that little Smitty. I like it. Yeah. I'm going to use that. (laughs) It makes your your life much better. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, man. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. I'll see you later. Bye-bye. See you.